Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, congratulations to Andre DeGrasse. This guy, uh, setting records, winning medals. Every time he races, he wins. He's unstoppable. And I love the idea of the story that uh, when he was in high school, he was playing basketball. And he had to be convinced to get into a track and field. And the way he was convinced was his buddies told him lots of girls would be yeah. there. You see, that's that's the inspiration for everything with men. Oh, there'll be ladies there? That's there'll right. Be, I could meet a girl? And so he started running because of that, and he hasn't stopped. And now look at him. He's a king of the castle when it comes to, to running. Like his coach said, like, you know, that first race he showed up at, uh, you know, was in, like, basketball shorts. Yeah. And no spikes, didn't know how to get down into, like, that set position. Yeah, just did from a standing start. Yeah. And uh, and finished second. Like, like, blew by most of the athletes there. Yeah. And he's showing he can still do that. Blow by most of the athletes, the best in the world. Yeah, it's very impressive. And uh, Usain Bolt, I believe, at one point even referred to him as the next one. Yeah, well, they retiring. had that kind of playful little thing in Rio, remember, when DeGrasse came up to him uh, or caught up to him and... and Looked like he was going to beat him in one of the the heats. Mm. Usain Bolt turned to him and waved his finger, but he did say, "Yeah, like, you know, this kid is going to be a star, and he certainly is showing that now." And it, it, it's his. And I say this often about the Olympics. The, the the coolest thing is to get to that point. I mean, you think about you train for something, you know, for years and years, and you get to that stage, and to perform your best, you know, like most of us. You know, when you get to the first tee on a golf course and there's a couple people looking, mm. you know, you want to hit your best shot. Yep. And we never do. Oh, it's so intimidating. <laughs> These people are, are continually pulling out personal bests. And even, you know, in Canada, we use, you still have to celebrate if they don't get a medal. Mm. That, you know, if you got to that stage and set a personal best while you were there, it is certainly an accomplishment. You know, he's so fast, and it is, it's it's uh, so impressive. They should make him do it, like, twice. Well, everybody gets to do the... He has to do, like, 400 when everybody else gets to do 200. He'd probably still win. Not quite that fast, but the the, the speed comparison is interesting because he's going almost 40 kilometers an hour, yeah. which, you know, is as fast or faster than Connor McDavid's skates, known as one of the fastest on ice yeah. as well. And that'd be a great competition. That like, would be terrific. That'd be fun to watch. You know, like the... Uh, the Rito Rundown or something like that. Have, yeah. have McDavid on skates and Andre DeGrasse next to him on a track. Or turn it around. Have DeGrasse skate and have <laughs> Connor run. <laughs> Two of them and just fall over each other. So anyhow, I, the most impressive thing I thought yesterday was after his win, he stopped and had a donut and a cigarette. <laughs> like John Belushi in SNL. <laughs> I just thought, wow, this guy, he can do it all. As a matter of fact, today I believe he's uh, swimming, he's kayaking, and uh, he's going to be weightlifting. Right. He's doing it all. All while carrying the flag. <laughs> it's, uh, it's National Underwear Day. I think every day should be underwear day. You should never go without your underwear. Right. And your mother used to say that. Wear clean underwear in case you're in an accident. End up at the hospital, dirty underwear. Well, if you're in an accident, likely that underwear is going to get dirty very yeah. quickly anyway. A lot of people walking around with the dirty underwear. When people are asked about how often they change their underwear, some say they go six days without changing. Come on! Now, that's just a few. Others, though, three to five times. More than that, say they wear them twice. Most of us wear it just once and then wash them. Same like with socks, I would think. Six days? Can you imagine the no. disaster? <laughs> 
It'd be a condiment stand in there. <laughs> it'd just reek. <laughs> it would have a. It'd be walking on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, when it comes to your underwear, as we celebrate uh, that piece of equipment, uh, what do you go with? Are you a brief or a boxer guy or a thong, perhaps? Uh, no, uh, boxer brief. <laughs> Been, I, I went uh, boxers for a long time, mm-hmm. but then uh, d- d- I think possibly because of like the like pants have gotten slimmer in their fit, mm-hmm. the boxer brief seems more uh, appropriate the, now. The, the tidy whities are always an odd thing. I mean, I think most of us as children, that's yeah. the type of they underwear. Still sell them, yeah, yeah. People still like to wear them. I just don't think you should ever wear white underwear. I mean, it stands no chance. <laughs> it stands no chance. Well, some of us like to go commando. I've never been one to do that. I mean, I've had to in a pinch. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, you wake up at 3.34 in the morning and you go to the uh, to the clothes and you realize that uh, no underwear has been washed. I don't think uh, anybody in my household wants to be awoken at 3.30 a.m. asking for clean gitch. Right. So I've occasionally had to just throw on the jeans and go to work. Oh, commando in jeans. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Chafing. Little chafing. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and I guess, you know, it's always e- easier for the fellas uh, than the ladies with the underwear, especially when you're, like, in an outdoor uh, situation. Golfing is a great example of that. If you've got a pee or something, it's always much easier for us to deal with than oh, the ladies. Oh, right. Yes. I never understood, too, with the ladies in the thong. Like, it just seems so damn uncomfortable. It does. I, I don't know... How that become well, many women's clothes. I mean, mm. like, same with heels. Yeah. You know, right? It, it's, it, it seems like a very uncomfortable task. And if you've ever gone to buy any of that kind of undergarments for your, for your lady, it, we just don't realize the price of these things. Oh, I mean, right. When the tag on the underwear is bigger than the <laughs> underwear itself. <laughs> so do some quick math for me, Lucky. How many hours in a day do you figure? You spend in the bathroom, like between showers and going to the bathroom and grooming. How many hours do you think you put in in a day? If the answer is more than one, Mm. I think you've got some issues. You you figure between showers and doing your business, you're still in there less than an hour a day? I would hope so. I mean, you know, like a pee doesn't take that long. Well, it depends. If uh, if you're dropping the kids off at the pool, you know, even, even with... You know, a phone in there and taking your time, mm. that's 10, 15 minutes. A shower should be the same. Uh, I would like to think that you're not doing that more than two or three times. There's, I would say an hour. There's a woman complaining on Reddit that her husband spends four hours a day hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> and she's had enough. <laughs> Don't blame her. I guess so. <laughs> if, if it's the only bathroom in the house, there's a serious problem. That's a problem. She doesn't think he has any health issues. It just sounds more like he enjoys the alone time and likes to play games on his phone. She says he even takes 45 minutes to pee sometimes. And the whole thing has come to a head when it happened at a restaurant, he went to the bathroom after they ordered dinner and was still in there when the food came. So she ate alone, paid half the bill, and left. Wow. Now he's angry at her for not being more patient. No, nah, that's, uh, he's got no, yeah. no leg to stand on. No, you're, you're, you're just, you need help. You, what you what need to she talk should to do is get him weekly prostate exams. <laughs> right, right. 
Well, and who wants to poke every week? Who wants to stay in any public bathroom for any longer than you have to? Like, what are you doing in that stall in a public washroom? What game are you playing? <laughs> like, what are you yeah. like? Are you actually farming in Farm Bill? Or like... Some people put together a list of uh, interesting kind of behind the scenes moments in movies. And for example, uh, Heath Ledger, while filming uh, The Joker, as the Joker in The Dark Knight, he, uh, one, of the, one of the characteristics of that part was that he, he kept uh, licking his lips all the time. But he did that uh, not as necessarily just a kind of a character flaw in The Joker, but because he, ne- he was trying to keep his prosthetic scars on. I guess oh. they kept peeling off, so he kept, I guess, wetting them so they'd keep sticking to his face. Right. The costume designers for the Pirates of the Caribbean... Had to start making Johnny Depp's pirate hats out of rubber because he kept losing the leather ones overboard, and of course, rubber floats. So that worked. <laughs> um, I've lost my hat. <laughs> oh crap! In Baby Driver, the director wanted the bank robbers to wear masks of Michael Myers from Halloween. They couldn't get the rights, so they used masks of Mike Myers, with his permission, of course. I don't know if I know this movie. Yeah, I can't remember who the uh, star of it Baby was. Baby Driver? Yeah, it's really good. It was actually very good. Really? It's an odd title for a movie, but but very, very good. Uh, I think the premise was it's just about this guy who's a... a Sounds tr- like it's animated or something. No, it's not. No, it's, this guy's uh, hired by these bank robbers. He's uh, like an expert driver. Ansel Elgore? Maybe that's his name. Oh, John Hamm's in it. And yeah. Jamie Foxx. No, it's, it's really, really, really good. Yeah, I, I saw it a while back. My my oldest son, Daniel, uh, said to uh, check it out. It was 2017. Okay. In uh, Clueless, you remember the actress Brittany Murphy? Her uh, character in Clueless says, you're a virgin who can't drive. And in a later interview, Brittany said she was actually a virgin who couldn't drive when she made that movie. Really? She, uh, of course, passed away in 09 at only 32 years of age. Yeah. She died of pneumonia. Uh, and in yeah, the be- very suddenly in her house, right? Yeah, yeah. She was found in her home. I think she had just gotten married, and there was mm-hmm. a whole thing around it. But uh, she was quite young in the early nineties, or sorry, in the in in, in the early two thousands. Uh, when I was doing this morning show, we used to do every year a Deadpool at the beginning of the year. We'd pick celebrities who we thought were going to pass away right. that year. Yep. And, you know, it's a little morbid of a game, but we thought it was fun at the time. And uh, so we all took like three to five, I think, celebrities. And, of course, the older the celebrity, then, you know, less points, right? So I think it's out of like 100. And if you pick somebody, like I would think I was still picking Keith Richards back then. (laughs) People have been losing on Keith Richards and Betty White for a long time. For a long time. That's right. So if you took Betty White, you'd only get, what is she, 98 now or whatever? You'd only get two points if, if uh, if she died. Anyhow, so I had picked my whatevers and I needed a long shot. I really wanted some big points. And so I picked that year in January, Brittany Murphy, like out of the really? blue, and I don't know why. You confuse your Britneys? You were thinking Spears? Maybe. A lot of Britney on my mind. Right. And, uh, and of course, she I can't remember what part of the year she died in, but uh, I went into work, and, of course, I couldn't stop talking about my uh, amazing victory <laughs> in the Deadpool, which is a terrible thing to do. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> yes! Yeah, I win. Wow. I get the case of beer. Uh, Tom Hanks, he's got a brother, Jim. Jim had to step in to be his stunt double in Forrest Gump when other stunt doubles were failing to recreate his awkward jog. They called it a stupid Hanks thing. Oh. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what stunts, but I guess um, in the uh, in the war scene, Vietnam, mm-hmm. right? When he's running through the jungle a lot. It does a lot of running. Yeah. And then there's like, you know, explosions and stuff happening around him. Maybe that's the stunt. Yeah, I don't know. 
Drew Barrymore accidentally called 911 multiple times while filming the opening scene in Scream. (laughs) (laughs) They gave her a working phone? I guess. A prop? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Jim Carrey was bitten so many times by penguins during (laughs) Mr. Popper's Penguins that a funny disclaimer was added to the end credits. It said, quote, no penguins were harmed in the making of this film. Jim Carrey, on the other hand, was bitten endlessly. But he had it coming. (laughs) While filming Troy, Brad Pitt and Eric Bana agreed to pay the other for every accidental hit during their duel scene. Wow. Wonder how much the payment was. Brad had to pay Eric seven hundred and fifty bucks. Brad only got paid two hundred bucks. Oh really? I wonder if he did the same thing with Edward Norton in Fight Club. Yeah. Yeah. I would have figured with their kind of money they'd be throwing around a little more cash in there. And in the movie, This is the End, Michael Cera asked Rihanna if he could slap her butt. Well, that's brave. She said as long as she could slap him harder in the face. Wow. And that's what happened. Uh, he won't be slapping that now. Not, no. Not with a billion dollars behind her name. Yeah, she is now the uh, most successful female entertainer uh, financially, uh, just behind Oprah. Right. She uh, wow. And it's all her It's all her company. She owns like a lingerie, clothing. You know, so many of those artists, right? That's just where they've gone now. Yeah. Diversify. Perfumes yeah. and yeah. lipsticks. And uh, Jenner, same thing with Kendall and Kylie, right? Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's where they, that's what they, they do. make their dough. That's right. There's no money in the music anymore. It's in every other little thing you get into. Well, the Titanic has been at the uh, bottom of the ocean for like over 100 years. About 110 years, actually. But it's still claiming new victims. There's a Titanic museum in uh, Tennessee. I'm not sure why there's a Titanic museum in Tennessee, just outside of Knoxville. Yeah, it seems like an odd spot for that. And they've got a 10-foot-tall fake iceberg made out of real ice, so you can touch it and see what the one that sunk the Titanic would have felt like. On Monday, the museum's fake iceberg collapsed. And injured three people. Oh, my goodness. The Titanic won't stop. <laughs> it just won't stop. Uh, they were all taken to the hospital. They're all going to be fine. The museum closed for the night, but will reopen. when the, And then the uh, ice wall attraction has to be fixed. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, that's very strange that there's a Titanic museum in a, in a, in a place called uh, Pigeon Forge. I don't know. Maybe there's some relation to the Titanic there. Mm-hmm. I'd have to look that up. I, I, I don't know. No, it's odd. Uh, there was a guy in um, Spain. Uh, he was at work, and uh, the cops were called to his place because the neighbors uh, were furious that there was a late-night party going on because the music was at full volume. So he gets a call on his uh, cell phone. Uh, I guess uh, one of the neighbors maybe gave the number to the cops. And he races home, but there was no party going on in his place. It's just that he has cats, and they've gotten into the habit of figuring out how to push the on button on the <laughs> stereo. And they like playing with the volume knob. <laughs> I wonder what they're listening to. Anything <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good? Yeah, what are cats like? And uh, last summer, there was a, a gentleman in Germany who started chasing after a wild boar that stole his bag, but he was naked when it happened. He was doing some nude sunbathing. I hope it was. I hope it was. Uh, a, wasn't a bag that was attached to him. Right. I uh, was doing some nude sunbathing at a lake near Berlin when the boar grabbed his bag and ran off. <laughs> 
A woman snapped a photo of him chasing the boar. And now that picture has been inspired a, uh, a brand new toy that you can buy. A company that models trains recreated the moment with little action figures. And they're selling them as accessories for train sets. So you can make it part of your landscape. And supposedly they've captured it very well. There's a mini version of him running, and the wild boar has his bag in its mouth, just like in the photo. <laughs> Company says sales are pretty good, but the woman's not happy about it. She says she might sue for them recreating the photo without her permission. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is the dude suing them? Well, you think he would, right? <laughs> I would hope the boar would sue. Yeah. <laughs> the guy in the picture, uh, he doesn't seem to care. He gave the woman permission to post it on social media last year and hasn't commented on the model train version. And his name has never been made public, so he's keeping him in his bag himself, <laughs> I guess, at this stage. Yeah. How does a wild boar just show up out of nowhere? I don't know, but I'd, I've never done any nude sunbathing in Berlin. So. No, true. Have you done any nude sunbathing? Never. Really? No. You never been on a nude beach anywhere? I've been on one. You didn't get nude? No. No. I don't think you that. should be allowed onto a nude well, beach. Well, I was just roaming the nude beach. Sure you were. <laughs> sure. That's what we all say. I was just out for a stroll. <laughs> this is not the beach I was going to. <laughs> How did I end up here? When uh, the lovely Marie and I went to St. Martin, uh, St. Martin, I Yeah, guess, Orient Beach, right? Yeah, we uh, we went there, and I wasn't going to drop the drawers, but then I thought, well, everybody else seems to be doing it. But it, it is very odd to have your wife lying there nude. It's very, like, especially when dudes are walking by. Right. You got to get used to that. That, that That's a learning curve. <laughs> that takes some getting used to. So uh, did you plan to go there? Oh, like, we, we wanted to see it. We just thought this will be interesting. Yeah, we had to go see and check it out. Yeah, like, for sure. I, I'm assuming you have to do some preparation to the undercarriage. Oh, you get it all cleaned up. <laughs> well, no, this would have been early 90s. Maybe I wasn't. I might have been full-on 70s porn star. Right. I don't, I don't remember. Probably. And, uh, from what I remember, too, most people that are there yeah. are not the ones you want to be looking at. Yeah, Maria seemed very comfortable with it. I, I must admit that I was. it, t- it took me... Uh, I didn't really enjoy the whole experience, right. but I thought, oh, we're here. Do as do as people do. Uh-huh. This is what they do. You might as well join in. It seems this seems almost wrong because what do you do in there? You're just being a creep, then. Yeah. If you're not getting naked, but other people are, then you're just, uh-huh. you know, you're just being a voyeur. <laughs> Anyhow, we didn't last long. I said, I said, I can't, you know, because then you start comparing. Too. <laughs> Look over there, Maria. Look, look over there. It's a bird. Look at the, look at the bird. Rock mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.